Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you season two of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Now, what do you say we do this? We're a day before Thanksgiving. The Eddie Scazzeri is already off and running somewhere on the eastern seaboard. Nice of him to tell me he's off, but whatever that is the case, I'm here. Al's here. Al Evan Dukes, what's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, We we put a poll up yesterday of if we thought, does Jerry have coronavirus? Let me take a quick look to see how that poll went, because during the program when I looked, Jerry, it was neck and neck. It was about 50-50. Let me see how that ended. Probably should have checked this before the program started, uh, but you know, Jerry, I'm very busy here. You heard me and just thought of it now. I saw you there. I heard your voice and thought of it now. So let me see, Jerry. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the final results of the poll, do you think Jerry will test positive for COVID later today? Uh, 51% said no, 49% said yes. Well, so far, so good. The 51% are right. Is that right? Yes, I did test negative again yesterday. I'm not even sure where I would go to get a COVID test. Is that stupid of me? Um, well, you never had to worry about it, yeah. so no. I, it's very easy to Google. It's not that big a deal. I would you Google go COVID tests. Walgreens. A lot of places you can go. Somebody gives it to you at CVS, or you just buy it there and bring well, it home? I don't know about CVS. I know the Walgreens by us. You make the appointment online, and you go through the drive through and you do the swab yourself, and then they take care of everything. You drive through swab your nose? Well, they're right there. They hand you the thing. You open the package. You swab your nose. Really? It goes right into the solution, and then they do the test, and you get the answer in a day. Do you have to put it in one of those things like at the bank that shoots up into the tubes? Um, that's that a would good be question. Cool. I think it depends on the Walgreens that you go to. Oh, I would want to do that. I'd go to the farthest um, lane, the farthest from the building, so I could put it in you know, that machine that goes. Four, there's not four lanes, and it's oh. not. <laughs> it's not going through the tubing like that. Oh, okay. It's more of a window throw. Draw. Yes. Okay. So uh, congratulations to you then, Jerry. Just I uh, hope you get better. So far, I I'll tell you this. I feel a lot better today than right? I did yesterday. Yes, I do. Much better. You sound similarly. Yeah, I do sound similarly, uh, but I feel better. I actually slept for a proxy. I really wanted to watch the Nick game in its entirety last night, but I felt myself fading at about 8.20. So I watched the first, uh, a lot of the first half, which I saw enough of what I wanted to see, although the third quarter was a lot more fun, clearly. Um, but I slept probably like 8.30 to 3.30. Pretty good. That's not bad, Jerry. That's pretty good. So LeBron did not play last night. He did not. He, he sat. Suspension. He, he took his suspension. Yeah. Uh, Melo, Melo did return, Jerry. Yeah, it wasn't great. 
uh, three of 14 from the field, as they say. Right. If Russell Westbrook played in the third quarter like he played in the first half, it might have been a different game. But you give the Lakers a lot of credit for coming back, and then you give the Knicks a lot of credit after they blew the lead to actually take the game back. Right. Right. It was a big uh, back and forth, Jerry. The Knicks went up by, what, by like 24 or something? You know what you call it, Al? You call it a game of runs. A game of runs? A game of runs. All right. That's fair. A game of runs. And the Knicks ended up winning that game of runs at the end. They did. Correct. Yesterday, Jerry, we also got word that Jason Garrett has been fired as Giants offensive coordinator. And kind of feels like uh, I I was kind of, uh, I wasn't uh, thrilled with that. I kind of felt like, one, that Joe Judge, after the game, without saying Jason Garrett, was essentially blaming Jason Garrett. Correct. And then fires him. Mm-hmm. Then claims to have hired him when he got the job, which we know is not true. Right. And I feel like he's just being, uh, as they say, Jerry, the scapegoat. Yeah, I think Kim Jones asked him that direct question, actually. What did she say? I think she asked if he's just, because there's so many, I think her point was, and I didn't hear the full question. I got to go find it. I heard the very end of it. I did hear this during Carton and Roberts, but, uh, but I, I I can't remember. I think she, I think her point was how many issues this giant offense has, you know. Like, and you're just throwing it all at the feet of Jason Garrett and the play calling. It's execution. It's not, you know, is the play calling maybe not as exciting as you want it to be, perhaps? But isn't that po- isn't that possibly because the team's not as dynamic as you want them to be? Right. Isn't that because they can't do what other teams do? I mean, you know, Robert Sala said if you go back to week one, week two, week three, whatever it was. You want Zach Wilson to play a boring brand of football. Don't turn the ball. Like, for instance, Monday night in Tampa Bay, don't turn and throw the ball right to the six foot six defensive end. Like, don't do that. Let's start there. That would be a good, uh, fresh start. Yeah, so I think, you know, the offensive line hasn't been great. The receivers have dropped a lot of balls. The quarterback has dropped the ball. He's thrown interceptions. The running back, you get nothing out of him. And all of a sudden, it's Jason Garrett's fault. Well, there's a lot more problems than just the play calling. It'd be like if Boomer and Geo sucked for a while, right? And they were just, like, showing up, not really doing good shows and things. And they're like, we're firing Al. Like, firing me? What did I do? What did I do? (laughs) Well, you put together a bad show. I put together on paper. uh, What am I? My fault. Yeah, Uh, you're right. I mean, listen, when things go bad, someone always takes the blame in the fall. It's just, I don't know, odd timing for me. I guess they probably feel like the season's not lost yet, although we can laugh at that because we all believe it is at 3-7. and Um, So maybe it's also just something to placate the fan base. I mean, the fans clearly wanted Jason Garrett gone, as you know. And by the way, this is funny to me. Twitter's funny. So when he was hired, I really did. I thought it was a good move because I thought he would work well with Daniel Jones, and I thought Jones would get better. Do you know how many people went back and found my tweet from January of 2020 only to send it to me and yell at me? What was your tweet that you said he was going to do well? That I thought I liked the hiring. I thought I thought it was a good hire, and you know he wasn't going to be a head coach, but you bring him in. He's been a head coach before, can help Joe Judge along the way a little bit. You've got you know a young quarterback. I thought it was a good hire. I probably got fifteen or sixteen different people, maybe more, that went back for some reason and found it humorous to send that to me. Right. Okay. They were like, "Jerry's a Cowboy fan. He probably liked the Jason Garrett hire. Let's go Google it." Well, let's go search in Twitter. At Have you Jerry ever Recco. searched someone's Twitter, Al? Um, no. Me neither. I wouldn't I, even think to do that. Me neither. I just goofy to me. Yeah. But I had numerous people. Numerous. This didn't age well. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, neither are you. You're ugly. Yeah. How about Jeez. that? I'm telling you. 
listen, when anytime you have an opinion on sports, half of them are going to age well and half are not. Right, exactly. You dopes. <laughs> That's exactly right. And now I see Freddie Kitchens is going to be the new offensive play caller. Now, that was the guy that we saw with the Browns on uh, Hard Knock. Yes. Hard Knocks. The fat guy, right? He's the fat guy. He's not the offensive line coach that you're thinking of. Who am I thinking? Oh, right. That's who I am. The guy that Geo does the Who's it, Bob Wiley? Yes, that's that's who who you're thinking of. I actually thought Freddie Kitchens was Bob Wiley. No, no, no. uh, Freddie Kitchens was the head coach. Head coach of who, Jerry? Of the Browns. Freddie? For one year. Kitchens. Yeah. I just want to see what he looks like. Oh, yeah. I remember this fella. So he's going to call the plays. Oh, okay. So let me ask you this. the fat guy. I mean, he's not not fat. This guy's also fat. No, well, yeah, but I, I knew who you were talking about, though. Let's say Giants get the ball first Sunday against the Eagles. Is the first player reverse for a touchdown? But No, the, nothing's yeah. going to change. By the way, the Giants do reverse flip-flip gimmicks, uh, That's true. flea flicker, 10-yard out passes. Like, nothing is going to change. And they did have the, uh, the tackle eligible for a touchdown. That right. was creative. Right. What do you want Jason Garrett? This was so stupid. You're going to get rolled by the Eagles anyway. Then what? How about this? Play better. Right. I agree. How about this? Saquon Barkley, get more than 25 yards rushing. Yeah. I don't. Listen, I don't disagree with you. I mean, you want to say maybe you got to give him the ball more? Okay, fine, I guess. But nothing was happening. So I they, think they've got more problems than just Jason Garrett, and this is not going to alleviate what has gone wrong here. It's so weird, the legend of Saquon Barkley. Like, even... The announcers for Monday Night Football, they're like, you know, he had like a, a run for like three yards. They're like, we're waiting for him to break a big one. Based on what? Based on his college Four years career. ago? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's based on what well, he was so good in college, Al, that you – it's kind of like they thought they drafted Barry Sanders. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. I mean, with, with Danny the career Warfel he had was really good in, uh, in college and won a Heisman Trophy. How did his NFL career work out? He Who's stinks. this? Danny Warfel, Gators quarterback. <laughs> That is during my Florida years. <laughs> I understand. That's very true. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're funny. Man, you know what I watched yesterday, which really pumped me up for uh, Thanksgiving football? You and I know me. he's not on the team anymore. You mentioned Barry Sanders. Yeah. Uh, one of these uh, football accounts that I follow put out a montage of Barry Sanders on Thanksgiving highlights. Yeah. Guy was unbelievable. Barry Sanders is the best football player I've ever seen. And, of course, you know, hands the ball to the referee. Yeah, the other he was part, all class. The other he, part that was cool that uh, they were all the Thanksgiving Day games is I always like when an NFC team like the Lions or the Cowboys, when they play an AFC team, it just feels like Lions-Bears, not interested. If it was Lions, maybe an AFC team, it's just something a little different. Yeah, see, it's funny. I disagree with that. I don't really? like the, I don't like the crossover. I think I think with the Lions it's different because it's the Lions. And right, the Bears, the it's the Bears. You know, I think if the Lions part of the problem now is the Lions stink and they stink almost every year. So it's like, ugh. Um, I don't know. I I don't mind the Cowboys and Raiders. That's fine, but it is what it is. Real quick, I just wanted to tell you, because you, you asked the question, why we thought of this as Saquon Barkley. Yeah, why, Jerry? Here's why. At Penn State, he ran for, and remember, it's only 13 games. It's not 17 games or 16 games. At Penn State, he ran for, I forget as a freshman, although he went for 1,000 yards as a freshman in 10 games. He ran for 1,500 and 1,300 yards, 
had 18 touchdowns each year as a sophomore and a junior, and he also caught the ball 54 times for another 700 yards and a few more touchdowns. He was tremendous, and it was at Penn State. It wasn't at Lafayette College. So that's why they thought they got the next Barry Sanders. Hmm. So Barry Sanders we got to see on Thanksgiving every year. That every was always year. good. All right, and I never hear I never I never remember that guy complaining about his offensive line or the fact that his team sucks every year. Well, we didn't cover them. I don't know if he and going back to your point about just handing the ref the ball. Yeah. That was him. He never complained about anything. He also you know, it's it's interesting too. I remember Joe Benengo used to always say how much respect he had for Barry Sanders because he walked away, you know, when he was still at the top of his game. And I would always think, Yeah, okay, I suppose. But if that was a guy on the Jets, like if Freeman McNeil walked away after his eighth year at the top of his game just because, eh, I'm done with football, eh. he would not have had the same opinion. Correct. You know, that's because we're watching him from afar and we don't care about the Lions. Correct. In related uh, firings of Jason Garrett, his brother, uh, John Garrett, yeah, also fired this week. Is that true? Yeah, he was a coach at Lafayette College. What? But isn't that funny? I just said you Lafayette just College. You just said them. No kidding. Yeah, so I don't know if they get together on Thanksgiving. It's a rough Thanksgiving. They're going to be pissed off. Wow. I was actually wondering if J- if Jerry Jones would hire Jason Garrett back for some role. Uh-huh. You always see that when they go back to their old place. Yes. Go be- know, hey, it's Thanksgiving. We feel bad for you. Come on over. Go be a quarterback's coach. Yeah, we'll give you something. And relax. Yeah, I don't know where he's going to go next because I know, and I take a beating for this, I did not mind Jason Garrett as a head coach. I did not. Well, he's but had forever. That... It's not he couldn't have stunk if he was as a coach if he was with the Cowboys all those years. Well, people will say that they were too average and not good enough, and I understand that. But I never, to me, I'm more of the blame the damn players a little bit more than we do the coach because they're the ones getting paid ridiculous amounts of money. Exactly, to go do what they're supposed to do. Right. If it's if this all falls on Jason Garrett, why is he not making more than the, the head coach or the players? Well, that's true. I've always wondered that too about baseball. These guys make thirty million dollars a year, then you hire a manager for eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Why would they listen to him? Yeah. The only the other place that's weird like that radio. Oh, where the, the yeah, star where, host where, can make more right. than the program director. Where you you pay a host uh, more money than the guy in charge. That that doesn't work out. It doesn't work that way. You well, can't no, it be does, in, actually. I know, but that person, they, they have, have no, no incentive to listen to you. Yeah, you're right. I want a raise for Spike. <laughs> we Whoever makes Spike. the most here as a talk show host, I need Spike to make $1 more. That's fair. Spike, you're making $2.5 million now. So you could put the smack down on everybody. I like that. I do like that. By the if way, I... we did well with the um, the pod for for Hungerthon yesterday. That Alan Jerry podcast bid kept going up and up and up. Is that right? It, yeah, I think we approached three grand. Really? I think so. Oh, man, we're going to have to hand over the whole post-game podcast to whoever won that. that. That's fine by me. We will chat with the fella or gal who won. Yes, exactly, Jerry. Uh, also, with this Jason Garrett thing, he's probably made enough money that he could just relax. Like, what? Well, I would just relax. It doesn't like, want, people want to. I know this is a foreign thought for you, yeah. and that's fine. People are different. People want to do things with their life yeah, and but, be busy. Well, but he could be busy and doing other things. Why does he have to go be an offensive coordinator? He wants to work. He probably wants to work. He should go uh, where whoever competes against the Giants the most and go to work against them. You could, well, that was the Cowboys or Washington or Philly. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Again, I don't. He could go to college and coach. Who knows? You know, which to me is a grind. I don't know why you'd want to go from the NFL to college. Why is That's, it a grind? I hear that. What's the difference? Oh, recruiting. Recruiting Rod. is really. 
It's so funny how in the NFL, to coach, your job is to coach. In college, you have to coach, but you also have a full-time job as a recruiter to bring kids in so that the program keeps moving forward. It is, I'm telling you, they travel like a ridiculous amount of time in the offseason. you got to go beg 17-year-old kids to come to your college? Um, well, it depends on where what your status is. I don't think Nick Saban is begging anybody to come play for Alabama. I think he's choosing who he takes. But as you start to move down the ranks of the college programs, you're damn right you're begging because you're dealing with Alabama and Georgia and teams like that, sure. If I if I had Nick Saban sitting in my living room, I'd say, beg me to come to Alabama. Beg that me. might happen. Tell like me I why in- you deserve to be at Alabama. Like No, I'm saying if I was the kid, like I was a top recruit, I'd be like, I'd bring all the coaches in from the top schools. Oh, I see. I'd go, beg me. Whoever begs me the the best, I'm going. Yeah, I don't even know if Nick Saban goes to that meeting. That, oh, and that's not my gonna, point. He's not going to beg me to go be a quarterback at Nick Alabama? Nick Saban is not going to beg anybody for anything. Well, then Doesn't I'll take my to. talents elsewhere. Now, if you were the head coach in North Dakota State, you're down on all fours. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to suck. Like, you have to go to these kids who are getting recruited by these big schools. Oh, what a nightmare. Yeah, you do. It's really hard. I'm tell- And that's why if you go from the NFL to college, you got to be at some point thinking, what in the hell did I just do it myself? No wonder why we got to pay some of these kids, uh, you know, as they say, under the table, Jerry, to come to our schools. That doesn't happen anymore, Al. Stop it. <laughs> uh, All right, we going to take a break. What if I gave you some cash? <laughs> or like in the movie Blue Chips, we'll give you a tractor. You what if I know. gave you a John Deere tractor and John Cougar Mellencamp came over? Quick break, 517, just getting started. It's a football Wednesday, which really feels like a football Friday because mm-hmm. we got three games tomorrow. Does that mean we're doing cool games next? We are doing cool games next, You Jerry. know why? Because Al's lazy. He took Friday off. So here we go. Cool games on the other side. It's a football Wednesday right before Thanksgiving on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, hey, Siri, play WFAN. It's Hey right. Jerry. Well, you know when this song was popular? When this song was popular? In the 90s. Um, well, maybe 2000s. early 2000s when the Nets were making their big playoff runs into the NBA Finals. They used to play this song at the Continental Airlines Arena often. Actually, I'm going to say it was like more like 2001. Yeah, the early 2000s. That's when, they, that's when the Nets were making their runs to the Finals and I was covering them. And this and like uh, timeouts and commercial breaks, they would rock this throughout the arena. Now we still just play Crazy Train by Ozzy at every arena, at every... I mean, the the, the the NFL games, they play the same generic classic rock tracks at every game still. A lot of ACDC in oh the Oh, my God. Is that, that is the, true. But the, I know the Giants do that. I don't know if the Jets do. Yeah, I hear it everywhere. When you watch through a red zone or something, you hear, like, it, it, it's everywhere. It's well, you know what? That's for the popularity of the group. Good for them. It's hey, like good, right, right before the, and every NFL kickoff. Oh! 
come on, Barner, Crazy Train. Big balls by ACDC. No, they play Crazy Train before we kick off. Come on. Well, listen. I mean, come on. It's five. First of all, Karen Stewart's off, too. Why are we here? Uh, Eddie's off. Karen Stewart's Are Boomer and Geo coming in? Gio, Boomer and Geo will be here at 6 o'clock. Right, I okay. already saw Boomer in the building. All right. So we're a day before the holiday. We've got a triple header tomorrow. Yeah. And then we've got a full slate of games on the weekend as well. So since Al is lazy and he won't be here on Friday, and I'm the only one working on Friday, it's time for, well, you know what time it is. That's right, Jerry. I sure do know what time it is. It's time for Cool Games. We're a little bit early, but we got your cool games. Three on Thanksgiving. And however many left on the rest of the weekend. (laughs) Alan Jerry got your cool hurting my ears now <laughs> so we're week 12 in the nfl al week 12 is that right jerry can you imagine i cannot believe it jerry we're in week 12 now jerry how many now i know there's 17 games how many weeks of 18 football weeks oh Ew. you have a good one bye week one bye week okay one bye week forever i wasn't sure if they instituted a two bye week uh situation that's what I, That'd you know, be cool. I actually thought when they went to 17 games, that's what they would do. Yeah. And I think if they go to 18 games, that's what they'll do. So you're going to have, you could have a 20-week regular season at some point. Jerry, if we go to 30 games a year, they're going to have five bye weeks. We will not see 30 games a season in our life. Well, we don't know that, Jerry. We, we will not. Not right. 30. Are you out of your mind? Jerry, the way this works is for those people who are new, we've got a lot of uh, new people in town. They're uh, visiting relatives for Thanksgiving, so a lot of times they don't get to hear this. They're in the car now. They're coming back from the airport. They're heading to the airport. Uh, what this is, Jerry's cool games. We go through the list of NFL games for the week. Uh, we decide simply, is this a cool game or not a cool game? And, Jerry, you have a great description on what makes a cool game for you. Yeah, you got to be able to want to watch the game start to finish. The whole game. The whole game. Like, not a red zone game, not a check-in game, not, right. oh, I wonder what's happening in that game. I want to sit down and watch the damn game. Right. I want to sit down and watch this game because it's a cool game. Absolutely. Jerry, let's do the Thanksgiving Day games. There are three of them at 1230, which is an a- which is uh, 35 minutes uh, uh, earlier than usual. Yeah. We've got Bears. At the Detroit Lions. Tradition, Jerry, tradition. Is this a cool Thanksgiving Day game? Oh, what a dud of a game. No? Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, maybe. Listen, I'll watch it, but it is not a cool game. This is a background game. Like, it'll be on in the background. I agree. Because it's Thanksgiving. Yes, exactly, Jerry. At 430, this is normally when your Dallas Cowboys play on Thanksgiving. And coincidentally, they'll be playing in Texas again at 4.30 tomorrow, they take on the Raiders. Jerry says the Ra- Jerry is the Raiders at the Cowboys Thanksgiving Day, a cool game. For me, yes. I'm going to let you answer this, though, because quite frankly, the Raiders aren't very good. But it's the standalone. I mean, they're all standalone games tomorrow. Yeah. It's Cowboys. It's Raiders. Visually, it's going to look awesome. Yeah. Cool game for me. I, I can't answer. You have to call it. I up. am going to go cool game for this because right. it is uh, Thanksgiving. 
Uh, the Cowboys, I'm looking for a big bounce-back game from the Cowboys, Jerry. It is the Raiders. And I could do that and annoy all of my relatives while the game is on, even though they will have no idea what I'm doing. Right. So I'm going to put that out as a cool game. Then we have an 8-20 game, Jerry, on Thanksgiving. Buffalo Bills at New Orleans Saints. Is this a cool game? No, it's not. Exactly. I mean, the Saints, they're just not the same. And Buffalo is disappointing against uh, Indianapolis the other day. It's mm-hmm. also... I have a big issue watching that Thursday night game after yeah, basically a, lagging through the Lions right. and then watching the Cowboys. It's enough. By that, we don't need the Thursday night Thanksgiving Day game. And we just don't need too. it. It doesn't feel like Thanksgiving anymore. Exactly. Right, it's, Thanksgiving's over. It's enough. We should be watching Christmas movies on Thanksgiving night after the Cowboy do. game. You can, I'm sure you'll, you and Gina will be locked into the Hallmark Channel all weekend. And Trevor Simeon will never be part of a cool game. He just won't. Uh, I hear you. All right, and that's Jerry. That's my point. They're not the same team. So for Thanksgiving, we've got Raiders Cowboys as our cool game. We do. Yes. Let's move Jerry to Sunday. They do, do games Sunday. at one o'clock, four o five, and four twenty. And traditionally, the one o'clock window has been tough. All right. Well, let me give you one here to start off the one o'clock window on Sunday, Jerry. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're seven and three. Good start at the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, it is. I agree. This is is a cool game. Yeah. You know, because Tampa hasn't been great on the road, and the Colts were dominant on Sunday. And so all of a sudden, you're looking at the Colts. Maybe they can make a playoff push. And Tampa's Tampa. So, yes, 100%. We got a nice early cool game. A nice 1 o'clock window cool game, also called the Tony Dungy Ball, Jerry. No one calls it that anymore. No. Uh, Jerry, also at 1 o'clock. Oh, boy, this is... uh... This is not looking good, Jerry. New York Jets at Houston, Texas. <laughs> you know what that's called? That's a pity game. <laughs> Jerry, it's about a little bit two and eights. Is I this mean, a guess, cool game? I guess if Zach Wilson plays, there'll be some interest to peek in, but right. that is not a cool game. Not I'm a sorry. cool game. No, no, no. Also at 1 o'clock, Jets and Giants playing at the same time. The Philadelphia yeah. Eagles at the Jason Garrettless New York Giants. Jerry, no, is this a cool game? No, it's a check-in game. Check-in game. Totally yeah. agree, Jerry. I mean, I'm interested game. in that game, but I cannot call this a cool game. All There's right, no Jerry. Way. Maybe this one will pique your interest as a cool game. Also, 1 o'clock, uh, the Carolina Panthers no. will be at the Miami Dolphins. No. No, 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 a no, A cool no. game that I want to watch for four quarters? Right. You out of your mind? Nope. No. All right, Jerry. This is an intriguing one. Also at 1 o'clock, mm. CBS, the 8-3 and three Tennessee Titans will play the 7-4 and four New England Patriots. Is this a cool game? Where's this game at? New England. You know what? I might say for the first time in the history of this game, and we go back 17 years with this cool games game we do. that me and you have done. Whole careers. I might actually say the Titans have a cool game. Okay. I'm interested in the Patriots now. Me too. So I'm going to say, I, wow, I can't even do this. Yes, I think so. I'm giving this a cool game stamp of approval as well, Jerry. Yeah. Continuing the 1 o'clock window, Pittsburgh Steelers. At the Cincinnati Bengals and AFC North match. So here's another one that I think three weeks ago I would have said no. But the way Roethlisberger played the other night and the way the Bengals have played this year, yeah, like if this was a game, if this was the only game of the day, I would watch this start to finish. Is that right? So Steelers, Bengals, AFC North battle, Jerry. That's a cool game. For me, it is. All right, I'll go cool game as well on this one. Uh, Well, we'll break the streak here. We've got the Atlanta Falcons, also 1 o'clock, at the Jacksonville Jaguars. (laughs) 
All right, we also need we have cool games. Mm-hmm. We got to go crap games. This is a crap game. This is a crap game. Wow. So Jerry, the one o'clock window very rare. We've got uh, Bucks Colts. Yeah. We've got Titans Patriots. Mm-hmm. We've got Steelers Bengals. That's going to be an exciting red zone one o'clock window. Scott Hansen might have a stroke. Oh yeah, Jerry. Let's go to the four o five game. There's only one of those. Chargers at Broncos. Is this a cool game? It's not. Yeah, the Broncos are not cool. Me neither. Not into the Broncos. Not a cool game. What about 425 on Fox? The 7-3 L.A. Rams. Mm, Good start. At the 8-3 Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I would watch that. That, to me, has a good late feel to it. Oh, yeah, Jerry. This is a cool game for Sunday afternoon. Now, I'd be curious because a lot of times those West Coast you know, warm city teams going to Lambeau. Sometimes oh. they turn out to be a dud. Oh, is that right? But, well, I mean, you know that. Dud spot. So, I'm, But I'm going to say yes. I think that's a game I'd be interested in watching. All right. What about the Minnesota Vikings at the San Francisco 49ers? Jerry Reckle, no, is this a cool game? It's a good game, and it's something that I'm interested in and I would check in on, but that's not a game that I can't wait to watch. All right. And finally, the well, not finally. I've got two prime time. Prime time. Uh, the Sunday night game, Jerry, pits the Cleveland Browns at no. the Baltimore Ravens. Not interested. Not interested. It bores me. I don't I don't know why. I should be interested. Lamar Jackson, I think, will be back. But Baker Mayfield was kind of a tool this week with the crowd and the fans and everything. And the Browns are just boring. So, no. Okay. Not a cool game. No. And then the Monday night game, Jerry, the Seattle Seahawks at the Washington football team. No. Nope. Nope. nope All right. Nope. but So let's sum it up here, Jerry, because uh, a little better than usual for yeah. cool games this week. We've got Raiders-Cowboys as a cool game tomorrow. On Sunday in the 1 o'clock window, we've got Bucks colts as a cool game. We've got Titans-Patriots as a cool game. We've got Steelers-Bengals as a cool game. Yeah. In the 4 o'clock window, 425, we've got Rams-Packers as a cool game. And that's it. But how about that? The one o'clock window this week wins. It does win, Jerry. It certainly does win. And now you all win because you hear this. Time for. Oh, wait. Those were cool games. Alan Jerry just brought you all of the cool games. Far in advance this week. Do do. We've got cool games. We've got red zone coolness at one o'clock. Cool game. If anybody starts talking politics at the dinner, Thanksgiving dinner, just start singing cool games. There you go. It All brings right. people together, Jerry. Cool games for a week 12 in the books. We are not in the books, though. We've got more time to go. We got, uh, we'll take it to 6 o'clock. we got Boomer and Geo on a football Wednesday, so don't go away on the fan. We'll be right back. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Wait for it. What are we done 
Yeah, that's right. Foo Fighters. Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Great song. Great, 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 great song. I do like the picture you put out on Twitter of you and I. Are we supposed to be Don Meredith and Frank Gifford there? No, that's us hosting a parade, which that cartoon will be coming out later today. I got to be honest. I have no interest in a parade. Well, no, we're, it's a cartoon of us hosting a parade. A, a WFAN parade video oh. will be hitting digital later on today. Let me ask you this, because yes. that means you probably saw it. I haven't seen it, but I did voiceover for it. I was, uh, yes, me well, and how I. Well, how come I didn't do any voiceover for it if I'm sitting there with you? Well, you, you did in your own special way. Oh, here we go. Okay. All right. You had already previously laid down your tracks, unbeknownst to you. Yeah, I'm sure. What did Eddie give him? <laughs> well, he has full access to Eddie's uh, stuff, so he didn't even have to ask permission. Is I, I will tell you, when I went through Eddie's folder trying to find comments for the calendar, there are so many of them, it is obscene. He has so many sound drops like in it's his thousands, folder. Al. Thousands and thousands, yes. I don't, it's fascinating to me. Oh, and yeah. So good at what he does, but whatever. Good, good for him. Hey, good for you. Uh, Michael Strahan is headed to outer space, Jerry. Like, who gives a crap? I said this. I saw this last night. Mm-hmm. Get who? Whatever. Great. Go to space. It's a basically you're on a plane for three minutes. Right. Come you're not on. landing on another planet. That's yeah, go going land to on space. the moon. That'll impress me. Right. I agree. Going up just past whatever the stratosphere is, and then coming back down. That's not going to space. It's whatever. You're going to space when you land on another planet and you get off the ship, you walk around, you get back on the ship and come down to Earth. Right. So, hey, Michael Strahan, that don't impress me much. Go to Mars. That'll impress us. Yeah. Go to Venus. Venus. There once was a man from Venus. (laughs) I'm your Venus. We were watching it, I guess, on like Entertainment Tonight or one of those shows at 7 p.m. last night that my wife was watching. Inside Edition, I don't know what it was. They show Michael Strahan on Good Morning America. You know, I will be. And she looks at me. She goes, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm with you. I who don't cares? Care. First I of all, care. no one has a more charmed life than Michael Strahan. Imagine you get blowed up in that spacecraft. Like, you've got a great life here on Earth. Why are you going to space? I don't know the answer to that. I don't know why anybody would want to go. I would I go Eddie if I'm going to land, aliens, I'm gonna land on another planet. That way you want to tell your friends, like, when they come over afterwards, oh, by the way, I went to Mars yesterday. That's cool. Saying I flew up past the stratosphere or the atmosphere marker, whatever they consider space, and then turn around and come back down. Like, all kidding aside, I so they did it the one time, fine. This is, like, the third or fourth trip yeah. now. For what? Like, what is the point of no doing point. this now? Right. They could solve world hunger, Jerry, if, but instead we're going to shoot Michael Strahan into space. You ever think about that? How much money they spend on something like this yeah, as opposed stupid. to other things? Yes. Not that they don't spend. I know. Listen, Jeff Bezos and, and Elon Musk are, I'm sure they donate tons of money. So I don't mean they don't. But it's like, I don't know. It just seems like a waste of money. Jerry, you could, you could coat, you could put, you could buy coats for the world. Instead, we're going to shoot Michael Strahan in outer space and then he's going <laughs> to turn around with his. What? I was trying to think. I have a nice way to say about his teeth. I knew I knew it. I knew where you were going. <laughs> and my instinct was to say his buck teeth, which he doesn't have buck teeth. He no, has he's a space, got a space. Like David Letterman had a yeah. space between his teeth. And it was but, it's part of his, his uh personality. It's his, look. It's his yeah. look. And he's opted not to get it fixed, and I say that's awesome. Yeah. You do you. Good for you. Uh, can I read you one thing that someone sent me? I don't know how yes, to take Jerry. this. 
So someone sent this to me that said, I thought of you when I read this. So this comes from the tweet is from Doc Daddy. Doc Daddy in the house. Yes. And this is what he and I don't have to worry about Eddie clipping it because he's not here. This is the quote that he writes. Remember to stay positive because one day you're old. No one comes around anymore and you're staring at the wall. And that's when the neighbors notice a funny smell and they figure out the cat's eating your face. I will tell you, I am much kinder to old people now because I'm on my way there. You're not far off. Yeah. It's scary, isn't it? Yeah. 52, man. Yes, I could be one of those old people soon, Jerry. I know. It is, it's crazy to think of that, but that is, that is true. So be nice to older people. But yes, I'm I, I'm only recently got gotten not that I was mean to old people. Not like I would see old people and push them to the ground. No, but you. But I'd you be annoyed by old people. You are very understanding of. Wasn't them. understanding. Right now, you're, now you're the guy doing 37 miles an hour in the left lane. <laughs> there was one time in particular we were at a uh, Gina and I were at a bagel deli place, and uh, and uh, there was a, 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 a an older gentleman came in by himself, and he had no idea what was what he was doing at the counter. And I was like, Pfft. I said to Gina, like, look at this guy holding up the line. She goes, well, that could be you soon. Yeah, and not like in 40 years. Right. Like in five. And it really hit me like, yes. Yeah. I could I... be the um, an old man by himself going in to get a bagel and definitely get confused by what's going on with the menus these days. Yeah. You know where it hit me? And I'm 47. I'm not in my 50s yet, but I'm closing in on it was when I did a tryout for a new 7U baseball team, and some of the parents there were in their late 20s. I'm like, whoa. Like, I I mean, I could be their parents, but, you know, or like a 30-year-old father or, you know, mom. Like, wow. Yeah. I, I'm, like, years, like, literally years older than them. Oh, yeah. So it's pretty wild. I'd love to get you on a spaceship, Jerry. Send I'm you not interested. And Michael Strahan up to Mars. See, that's where I see. I like doing things for real. I do not like sitting idle. You know that more than anybody. But there's there's not enough. Well, I shouldn't say there's not enough money. It would take a lot to get me on that stupid spaceship. Personal appearance on Mars, Jerry. We've got a personal appearance for you on Mars, but you've got to take a spaceship up. Not there. doing that for a thousand bucks. I'm out. Hmm. Better add some zeros. Good news, Jerry, is Zach Wilson's back under center for the Jets this week. Is that official? I guess that'll become official today. Oh, it's official because uh, Mike White and Joe Flacco are on the COVID list. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean... They got the Rona, Jerry. Now, again, Zach Wilson cleared the practice, I believe, and so that means he will probably start Sunday. I don't think you're saying anything wrong there. But it doesn't mean, though, that Flacco is unvaccinated. I know that. I think Mike White is vaccinated. He is, correct. So if he had a couple of negative tests, I do think he could technically play. That was the thing going on in Dallas, too, with Amari Cooper. And Jerry, and we'll have some clips coming up through the morning where Jerry Jones was basically talking about how tough the league has made it on unvaccinated players because of the constant testing and that Amari Cooper has no symptoms whatsoever. And if he was vaccinated, this he would he would have played last week. He played this week. So it's a weird thing because you want to know who's got it so they don't spread it. But at the same time, if you've got it and you're vaccinated, you won't know because you don't get tested very often. What if we took all the unvaccinated players, put them in a rocket ship, and sent them to Mars? (laughs) Do they get off and play football on Mars? (laughs) Yeah, then we start a whole new Mars league. By the way, that would be cool. You would watch that. The MFL. (laughs) Yeah, Mars Football League. (laughs) We're not a bunch of wusses like they are down on Earth.
there. Oh, there's your tagline. Or the Mars Football League. Would that be more popular than the USFL? Uh, potentially, Jerry, or at least equally popular. I think so. Yesterday, we discussed that Steven Matz might return to the Mets. Yeah, no, he's going to the Cardinals. <laughs> we got to take a break. That's a cool uh, baseball city, Cardinals. It is. It's a place I'd actually like to go. Real Well, Me we got to take a break. When we come back, I'll tell you a quick story about St. Louis and a friend of mine going to a game, but we are late. We got to take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, welcome back. Knicks did beat the Lakers last night. Good game at the Garden. Al, real quick, I was talking about St. Louis, so you were mentioning Matt's to the Cardinals before the break. So if I go back to 2004 when the Cardinals were in the midst of winning the World Series or going to the World Series, whatever the case was, um, we were about to have – Matthew was about to be born, and a friend of mine is a big Cardinals fan. My buddy Mark calls me goes, I'm going to St. Louis – you're coming. We're going next week for the World Series. I said, uh, no, no, we're about to have our first child. And he goes, what's your point? This is the Cardinals. And he was serious that and wanted a, me to go with him. He wanted you to see a baseball town. <laughs> he did. Yes, he did. And that, I, listen, <laughs> any other time I would have gone, I would love to go. On fire. On fire. Boomer Series joking me out, Jerry. Ah, uh, I don't have the camera view anymore. I see that uh, Tom Brady uh, talked to Oprah. Remember when Oprah used to just be everywhere? Yeah, well, she kind of disappeared a little bit. She does producing and directing now. Like, Oprah interviewed Tom Brady where? The Oprah Network. The Oprah Network? Doesn't she have O? I watch Oprah Network. They got a lot of true crime on there, which is cool. Okay. But this looked like it was like a, this looked like they FaceTimed each other and recorded it. Maybe they did. For what? I don't know. Maybe, maybe ABC. I think she still does things for... Oh, I have a question for you. All right. This new Beatles movie that's out. Yeah. How much footage did they take of these guys? I know. And then, like, where was it all this time? Yeah. It's a docu-series that they're saying with, you know, never-before-seen footage. What do they have? Just closets full of film? I guess so. They must have just found some Beatles film. So... I'm over the Beatles. What's crazy is I actually will watch some of it. It's enough with the Beatles, Jerry. Mm, you know, we got to preserve it because pretty soon we're going to be dead. They're going to be gone, and no one's going to care. Well, two of the Beatles already. Well, the only Beatles left is uh, Paul McCartney and Ringo. That's true. And Ringo looks great, by the way. Oh, yeah. He's oh, still yeah, Jerry. He was the youngest of the bunch. Uh, okay. I, I thought they were all sim- similar age. Yeah, they were, Ringo. clearly. But I thought he was the younger of the bunch. Ringo. Ringo. And Paul looks like a grandma now. Uh, yeah, I know. That's where we're all headed. That's when testosterone leaves your body, Jerry. This is why, uh, why Stu Finer and, and Joe Rogan. shots. Yeah, you got to take your testosterone shots or you become a grandmother. I will say. I'm headed he that seems, way. He seems like a good ambassador for the testosterone. Like, get testosterone. Imagine if Paul McCartney was all testosterone up, Jerry. Yes, I could. Be all jacked up doing he, Beatles songs. He'd look like a man again. Yeah, I'm a man. I'm, I'm 80. <laughs> I'm 80. <laughs> I'm not a grandmother. I'm a man. And maybe, and maybe that's when we start going. WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.